Welcome, uh, good morning, and welcome to Smashy Business. Uh, we've rebranded slightly uh, from Smashy Business Daily to Smashy Business. Uh, I'm Lumna Hamdan. I'm Farah Makhlouf. Welcome, Farah. Farah didn't want to do the show today. Um, <laughs> I promise it'll be fast, Farah. It'll be quick and painless, all right? <laughs> um, so we're, we're on a bit of a deadline today, so we're going to go through the news uh, real quick because we've got an exclusive interview with uh, the co-founder of Salt.com and uh, the co-founder of Rising Giants. It's the acquisition everyone is talking about. But first, uh, the news Uh, a Dubai crypto boss has called the U.S. financial crimes enforcement network FinCEN a mob of thugs on X, formerly Twitter, in a now-deleted tweet. Uh, and then great news for the region, the acquisition that I just mentioned, stay tuned for that. And then Pepsi has cemented its presence in Saudi Arabia uh, by announcing a deal to become the gold partner of the Saudi Pro League. Great news for Saudi, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's just Definitely. It's just doing so many impressive things. Right, a mob of thugs. That's a pretty strong statement, statement. Yeah. isn't it? That's intense. So the founder of cryptocurrency payments gateway, Coin Payments, uh, has accused the U.S. Department of the Treasury's Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, what a long name, FinCEN, of being a mob of thugs following claims uh, that they've accused him of financial crime, uh, according to a now-deleted tweet seen by Smashy Business. So Alex, Alex Alexandrov, mm-hmm. uh, is the, found, the co-founder of open-source blockchain company Velas as well. Um, and he said that FinCEN is accusing coin payments Um, of fun, helping to fund child abuse and terrorism. That is just wild. It's, it's not the first time we've heard uh, that there's trouble in the crypto paradise. It was a paradise for so long, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It was just a money-making machine. Yeah. Um, so Alex said a lot of things in his tweet. Uh, there were a lot of profanities. Uh, he was in a bad mood when he put it out there. Uh, the tweet is exclusively on Smashy Business. Uh, businesses Instagram go check it out we're going to put a link out for you as well um, it's it, it's a pretty iconic tweet I would say he literally tells them to go to hell um, but that's not what's interesting what's interesting is that we've seen a lot of um, trouble uh, when it comes to crypto uh, mm-hmm. last year we saw Sam ba- Sam Bankman Freed uh, who once led one of the world's largest crypto currency exchanges he was found guilty of fraud and money laundering after his firm FTX went bankrupt Yikes. Closer to home, uh, UAE-based Changpeng, uh, who is better known as CZ, uh, the CEO of, of, of course, the world's largest crypto uh, exchange, Binance, was recently banned from leaving the U.S. Uh, ahead of his sentencing in February. Um, crypto regulations remain flexible in, in the UAE. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Dubai and Abu Dhabi now, everyone in the crypto world, in the blockchain world, is coming here to mm-hmm. the UAE. Yeah, exactly. Why do you think that is? The UAE is just a hub for a lot of different things, and cryptocurrency like is definitely one of them. So, you know, you know what? I think it's because they're not easily spooked here in the UAE, right? The investors mm. are just eager to invest and eager to um, to have all of these exciting, albeit risky, uh, you know, businesses uh, mm-hmm. come here because crypto, uh, crypto, crypto <laughs> is very volatile, right? Um, but it's it's very interesting. So. Uh, right now, uh, there are more than 5,000, just an interesting fact for you guys, just to see the comparison, right? There were only 46 uh, SPVs located in uh, the Abu Dhabi global market. There, uh, that was in 2016. There are now 5,000 
Uh, and some of those vehicle, vehicles are linked to India's Adani family, hedge fund billionaire Ray Dalio, and Russian steel magnate Vladimir uh, Lisin. So exciting. Yeah. Exciting stuff. Definitely. Uh, right. Um, up next, uh, we've got Jordan's South Media uh, acquires Dubai based podcast platform Rising Giant. It's the acquisition everyone is talking about. So, South Media is a digital audio media company that focuses on premium Arabic content in the form of podcasts. Mm. Uh, their, their content is actually really, really interesting. Um, it has acquired, uh, as it has done before, uh, but this time it has acquired Dubai based Rising Giants. Uh, which scripts and produces what it describes as immersive podcast experiences. Now, we've seen a lot of these uh, companies, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they come up on the scene and then they die out uh, mm. just a couple months later. It's really hard to make it in the, in the content industry right now because it's so competitive, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, everyone's doing a podcast. Everyone so. and their mother is doing a podcast. So they- it's really hard to, like, <laughs> m- you know, put yourself out there and be the... the main person and the person that everybody wants to go to to mm-hmm. listen to a podcast. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty competitive over here. You know what the difference is, though? The difference is that these guys know exactly what they're doing. Uh, mm-hmm. And they do a lot of, you know, they do everything from rock and roll music to politics. You know, they talk about dictators uh, in the Middle East and they talk about their stories. And it's, you know, it's great to see quality content out there. It's great to see people who who, who do that. Uh, you know, there are so many influencers just doing these, you know, uh, really silly podcasts. So yeah, anyways, uh, another dig at influencers. There you go. <laughs> It's before, a breath of fresh air. Yeah, absolutely. But before we welcome in uh, Basil uh, from Rising Giants and Ramsey uh, is uh, waiting on Zoom right now, uh, just going to quickly go through the PepsiCo story. So Pepsi is uh, making moves uh, and cementing its presence in Saudi Arabian football. It just announced a deal to become the gold partner of the Saudi Pro League. It's a pretty big deal. Um, and uh, it's going to be the official water partner through its product Aquafina, official soft drinks partner through Pepsi, of course, official sports drink partner uh, Gatcher. Gatorade? Gatorade. Uh, Gator- Gatorade. Gatorade. Mm. Wow. Okay. I feel really old. Um, and <laughs> official potato chips partner, Lay's. Uh, so obviously the partnership is going to include a series of activations and events aimed at enhancing, of course, fans' engagement on match days. Um, a friend of mine works for Pepsi. Mm. It's a great move by Pepsi and their activations are iconic. So it's going to be exciting. Um, That's a perfect partnership. It's going to be exciting there. to see that. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, Farah, thank yeah. you. I told you that was going to be quick and painless. It really was. So you're going to come back <laughs> on the show, right? Next week. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Or If this there's week. a breaking story, yeah. please have me. Absolutely. I would love to sit and talk about it. Absolutely. Brilliant. Thank you, Farah. Thank uh, you. And uh, thanks, guys. Stay tuned. Uh, Basil is going to be coming in in uh, just a couple seconds. Stay with me. Uh, Ramsey, we're also going to be speaking to him. Uh, speak to you soon. Welcome back, guys. Uh, we've got uh, Ramzi Tesdel, uh, who I've been calling Ramsey this whole time. <laughs> Um, but you know what? You're half American, Ramsey, right? So it's fine. It works. <laughs> it I would works. say it works, yeah. Uh, Ramsey, welcome. We've whatever got you. you want. Uh, <laughs> whatever I want. Okay, nice. I like it. Uh, Co founder of SOT, uh, of course, and then with us in the studio, Basil. Basil. Uh, Anaptawi. Basil, yes. <laughs> Since we're saying names wrong. <laughs> if, if I were British, it would probably be Basil. I Basil, would call you. yes. Imagine I mean, Basil, that. I heard Basil before. I heard. <laughs> Heard a lot of different. I'm not names. surprised. You should you should hear how they pronounce my name. Yeah, I'm not even. Yours is quite straightforward, I would say. Uh, Lubna, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, Lubna. 
Love oh, Lebna. Yeah. I mean, I love Lebna. I, Ramzi, I don't know if you love Lebna. Childhood trauma. Yeah, I'm hungry now. <laughs> Just bringing out the trauma in this session. It's a so, therapy session. Sorry, go on. No worries. Basil, yes. So, Basil, uh, this is going to be fun. I can tell already. Basil is the co founder and CEO of uh, Rising Giants. Congratulations to both of you. Saud uh, has just acquired Rising Giants. I know. How does it feel? The, the plan was to acquire Saud, but then uh, they, <laughs> they, had, uh, they had more power over us. We flipped the script. <laughs> so they had more power over us. Uh, nice. No, it feels amazing. I think, uh, first, I, I, I respect Ramzi a lot. Uh, I'm not just saying this because we're on camera. Yeah, because uh, off, off camera, that was another situation. I was, yeah, I was, yeah, we did say we were going to do beef. Uh, I do not like Ramzi, but you know he does. No, no, I do. I like Ramzi a lot. I think he's he's a fantastic guy. And uh, Ramzi and I actually met uh, a few years ago, and uh, when I had my Basel Meets podcast, it was just me doing my own podcast. But then with time, it grew, and uh, and then um, you know Ramzi and I started having calls every month to just kind of compare notes and see where we where we are with our respective podcast networks, nice. and um, and I just. Think that we saw like we dated for a while, uh, and we just saw. And now a he's fit. your sugar daddy. <laughs> he's my sugar daddy now. So uh, we saw like a nice fit okay. uh, for rising giants to fit within salt, and uh, we were having a conversation for the past couple of months, and we found the right synergies between what salt offers and the type of IPs that rising giants built over the past couple of years, three years, and um, and there's no better place. I think there's no better home for the IPs of rising giants than. With uh, Salt and uh, my man Ramzi, I keep looking there because Ramzi's in front of me. So uh, yeah, yeah, sure, go ahead. But you can look whatever yeah. you just feel. Feel free and feel comfortable because uh, yeah. the more comfortable you feel, the more I can get out of you. So, yes, yeah. Please, uh, <laughs> Ramzi, how do you feel about this um, this partnership and uh, and and why did you choose Rising Giants? I guess I mean you guys chose each other, obviously, but tell me a little bit about the thinking behind it. Yeah, we were definitely take to take the the dating metaphor a little bit further. Um, you know, this is our second uh, acquisition, and it's kind of like having a second child. You think you know a lot about what's going to happen. You have ideas of, you know, you have things that have happened before. You feel like you're in a, a smarter, better position, and then you realize the second child's completely different than the first child. Um, and so this is kind of how I feel about this. You're super excited. It, there's uh, there's even more excitement um, about about this acquisition, but I think you know. There's always surprises and whatnot. And I think what we're really excited about is a couple of different things. Obviously, the content is great. Um, it fits in well to the to the Salt family. Um, you know, growing the audiences is really important. And I think for us, you know, as Salt, our core values are to have, you know, bold content that highlights the diversity uh, of the region and, and the content that Basel and and Rising Giants have put together over the last couple of years has been really exciting and has done really well. And so I think, you know, marrying those two networks together um, has been a really, a really good thing. So uh, we're really excited about it. We're really happy to continue to be working with, you know, the Rising Giants family um, as they join ours and, and Basel in particular um, and seeing how far we can push this because we really think, you know, uh, podcasting it has a lot of growth left and so that's what we're excited about i'm, I'm, glad, uh, I'm, glad you're, I'm glad you're saying that about podcasting i do have a question about it because it's become rather saturated i would say but first you said this conversation is different from the first one obviously your acquisition was in 2022 uh, it was finyan media um dubai based as well uh how how is the conversation different this time yeah i mean 
I think this, you know, this time we're a bit more mature. We kind of know, um, we know the mistakes that we made last time. Um, obviously, you, nothing, nothing first, works off perfectly. Um, are you saying we're first excited was... about incorporating the content um, into our uh, existing portfolio and producing more episodes of what they of um, you know a bunch of the shows? And I think there's a lot of excitement from both sides, from the hosts, from the talent uh, that Rising Giants has worked uh, with in the past, and also from our team to to produce a lot more really good content that reaches. A, a lot of diverse audiences in the Middle East. And I think, you know, the other thing that has been really different is that we're, uh, we're excited about uh, working with Basad and some of the team. With Finyal, it was a bit different. We took over just the shows um, and we started producing those. And we had to go, there was some growing pains for sure. Um, we had to change some of the characters, um, some of the voice actors, uh, didn't move on and, and, and whatnot. But with this uh, acquisition, I think, you know, we're hitting the ground running with, um, you know, with Abdullah, Naimi, and Kusi Lethnay. And he published his first episode, I think, of the fourth <laughs> season uh, yesterday. Um, and uh, Mace were, were just at the start of production there. And there's several other shows that we're just starting to discuss with them what other episodes we can do with them. And so I think we're in a much different place and a much more mature place than we were last time. So you're saying basically uh, Finial Media was, was a little bit of a pain. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about the challenges. It, it, it's okay if it was. Do you regret it? I mean, all children are, are painful, right? So um, <laughs> it's a God on one or not. No, um, I definitely don't regret it. And I think, you know, without that, we couldn't have had this. And, and the team of Finial, you know, Leila, Shadi and uh, Majid were super professional and they were lovely to work with and uh basil has has been lovely to work with as well and we're we're excited about that but there's always growing pains teething you know we could take this metaphor to the end of uh to the end of the road but there's always there's always pains but that's what makes it beautiful to be honest without that um you know gets quite boring pretty quickly that is true that is true uh, yeah. Basil, it's you know, judging by this conversation, it's yeah. not going to be a boring ride for you. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, so the podcast market, uh, I mean, yeah. you you guys think there is obviously still room for growth. Uh, I do as well. I love the content on both platforms. It, it's really yeah. uh, very insightful, different to to a lot of the silly stuff out there where you know there's no context, there's no value when you're listening um, yeah. to to it. So I, I do think we how do you really content. feel? <laughs> How do you really feel? Yeah, <laughs> again. Tell us more. What, about what you. a deep, you know, uh, question. What a yeah. concept. Um, tell me about the um, your thoughts on, you know, how much potential is there for growth in in the podcast market right yeah. now in, in audio? Yeah. Look, I think um, it's interesting. I think when people look at podcasts as a separate thing from content, you know, mm-hmm. content is content, and uh, people are going to consume content, even if we all cease to exist tomorrow. Other people are going to be creating content, and the same people are going to go somewhere else to consume that content. So I think the content space will continuously grow, and uh, and it's just there's people always looking for new content. And, um, and so I think what podcast does really well uh, is the long form piece of right. the content. So it's like that laid back viewing, or whether you're running, or whether you are doing something else, like a chore. 
For cultured people. For cultured I, people, right? yes, for <laughs> extremely cultured people. So, so as long as you, I think that's what podcast does really well. In fact, sometimes you can find like comedy podcasts. Like one of my favorite shows, um, it's actually audio and video. It's called uh, Kill Tony, and it's a completely like it's a it's just two hours of debauchery and you know comedy and that type of thing. Nice. So it's there's there's for all types of people yeah. there's something uh, in the podcasting space. So I think you know if we look at it as a content business and I think I know that um, that's how we looked at RGN it's a it's a content business that uh, predominantly gets um, uh, looked at or dubbed as a podcast mm-hmm. um, then you know there's definitely always growth always room for for growth and um, and I see that the podcasting game still has a long way to go. Um, as in like there's a lot of room for growth. Mm-hmm. Um, we see it with our clients. They talk to us a lot about podcasts, um, especially and specifically in Saudi Arabia. Um, it has become mainstream. It mm-hmm. is really mainstream. Like I would go in an Uber and he's not listening to radio, he's listening to a podcast, you know. Nice. So uh, so I think that's, I think it's an incredible time to be in and not just for Salt and, and Rising Giants, but also you look at Mike's and, and Themania and what yeah. they're doing and what they're building and um, yeah, the ecosystem seems to be more mature right now than what it was uh, before. I absolutely agree with you. And it's not just that. I think, you know, with, with all the political events that are that are uh, you yeah. know, happening, I feel there's a shift uh, and people want more uh, homegrown. You know, they want to change the narrative. We don't just want to consume American Western uh, content. No, absolutely, yeah. we want to consume local content. We want to listen to uh you know, Fadi Randur just put it up on his LinkedIn a couple of weeks ago, and uh, you know, it was it was uh, the time of the ICJ trial, and and mm-hmm. none of the, you know, the BBCs and the CNNs were not covering it, and and he said, you know, we know where to get our news, and it's not from you. Right. So I definitely mm-hmm. think right now, you know, is the chance uh, to to do this. Absolutely. What is the plan now with the acquisition? Um, uh, for me, <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. I'd let Ramzi lead on this first, and then I can. Uh, piggyback on what he says. Sure. I mean, I think uh, the plan is is to, to, I mean, there's basically three things that we're looking at. We want to make sure that the, the content we're producing is super professional. So we're going to take the shows, we're going to produce them, we're going to produce a lot of episodes, um, you know, in coordination with the hosts and, and, and the talent that we're working with. The second thing is our focus is to grow the audiences. So once you have a really good content, and I would agree with, you know, Basta and I and Lubna on this point that that uh, content is the core of all that, whether it's a video, whether it's an audio, whether it's a, you know, an, uh, whatever, an Instagram, you know, post or reel or, or a YouTube short. Um, it's really the core aspect of that is the content. And so I think, you know, making sure that you have the content right, you have the audience, which is growing. So these are new audiences that we're introducing to each other. And then finally, you know, to add the layer of uh, financial uh, sustainability on that. We have to monetize this content, and we're going to do that, you know, through sponsorships, through advertising, um, and exclusive uh, exclusive uh, subscription offerings. And so this is this is the plan. There's a a lot of uh, Rising Giants RGN content that fits in really well already to our kind of slate and our plan for the future. And and we think you know in the next couple of years that's really going to grow. And just to the point about podcasts, I think. You know, our, uh, just on Salt level, Salt's audience uh, doubled last year. So from 2022 to 2023, we saw a double, uh, a doubling of that audience growth. And so that's fantastic. And we want to continue that rate into this year. Um, and I think, you know, podcasts are really good 
for talking about interesting topics, providing context, having honest conversations, um, and hearing different voices. And I think that's where we really try to focus um, our energy um, and then producing that type of content. So I think those are the, the exciting things about audio. Um, an audio podcast and, and video podcast. Absolutely. So I, I would, was, sorry, yeah. I would say one thing uh, about Salt. So we had uh, several conversations, maybe that's a scoop, uh, before we landed with Salt. Yeah. Um, and uh, the reason we did is because, um, you know, I have a very personal uh, interest uh, in the, the people who did shows with us. Mm-hmm. So Maisa Muhammad, uh, Abdullah Naimi, uh, you know, Maya uh, Hajjaj, Barak Sabah, all of these people who work with us. Like, I have a very personal interest in seeing them succeed. Nice. Um, and so, the one, I think the one person that my mind kept going back to was Ramzi and Salt because I felt that they could provide them this sort of environment and the care mm-hmm. for their shows to grow and and succeed, you know. So, uh, and and I think um, you know Ramzi can attest to this. How, how many times I told him about Mace, um, you know, Abdullah, these guys, like just making sure that you know take care of them. Like these are the guys, you know. Th- these are these are my people, you know. So, um, so I think th- th- we kept going back, and uh, even though we had different uh, methods. On the table or different entities that were talking to us, we kept going back to Salt because I think Salt was the company that we felt uh, was the best fit for these people to have this type of home. Are and any I know of those entities Dubai based by any chance? They uh, UAE based, I would say. Yeah, UAE, I would say so. Some, some, some are UAE. Yeah, UAE based. Yeah. I would say. Okay. That's as far as I can go. Cool. <laughs> um, but uh, but the color Ram- of the logo. The, I'm okay. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I can't say. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Don't worry about it. I we'll, want to give you something, we'll, but we'll talk but, about but, it. But later. definitely, Ramzi was definitely and Salt were were definitely the home that we felt could be uh, the best suited. And I know that our podcasters are super excited. I spoke to them all personally, and they're all super excited to be working with Salt. Even when I told them, like first we were saying that we were talking about it, and I didn't tell them who it was. Yeah. Um, but then when I said it was Salt, everybody got really, really excited that uh, it was it was Salt. So That's um, great. yeah. Because, I mean, you know, we have seen a lot of uh, acquisitions go wrong, I would say. Uh, you know, um, I mean, for Karim, for example, the Uber acquisition was great. Um, but, you know, uh, everyone is saying, you know, should have Karim, you know, sold out. Well, you know, I mean, $3 billion. Yeah, that's it. Is Which a, way it, you see it. It is, it is <laughs> a lot of money, absolutely. Um, and then, you know, you, you've got Souk as well with Amazon. Um, but, we, you know, everyone just wonders, um, had they... You know, uh, had they not sold out, yeah. you know, uh, could they have taken Uber down? Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, um, true. right. Uh, the question on everyone's minds: uh-huh. uh, the number. <laughs> oh. How much? It's a very complicated thing, and I think we're both tied to NDAs that okay. uh, we cannot mention. But okay. Ramzi, if you want to add anything. Yeah, I mean, I think um, we, you know, obviously, we're not, we're not gonna, we're not gonna say anything about that um, in too much detail. But I think we came up with a deal that worked for both of us, mm-hmm. um, and you know, I think it helps. You know, I've been saying for quite a while that we need more consolidation in the industry. We need people to work together, and we, we, you know, we've had a lot of conversations too about other, um, other acquisitions. Um, you know, looking at other other players out there. Uh, to consolidate and work together, and we couldn't find the right uh, formula. With Basel and Rising Giants, we came up with the right formula, and it, it works for us, and it works for them. And I think everybody came out of this happy. And and obviously, the logic, you know, the mathematics of 
uh, acquisition um, acquisitions, M&As, mergers and acquisitions are really important here. It's got to be a, a one plus one equals, you know, it's got to be greater than two. So it's got to be a three or four or five. And so we came up with a formula that made that, you know, good for us and good for them. It's, it's, and ultimately good for the audience. And this is what really is important here. Absolutely. And it really is great to see such an acquisition in, in the, you know, in, in the market here. Um, one last question, because I know we're running short of time and Basil, you. No, actually, my meeting just got pushed till tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, great. For you. Oh, uh, for, <laughs> for, oh wow. Okay. Thank you. I thank you. I'm grateful for but that. But still, I, I mean, that. it's getting hot. <laughs> <laughs> it is getting hot in here. Yeah, there's a lot of lights we in the studio. We turned off the AC to oh, yeah, get great. you um, to uh, yeah, answer. Is it raining in Amman? How's it going? It's nice and cool here. The weather's great. So. Uh, you're, you're fine over nice. there. Okay. We're, we're, sorry, we're yeah. holding Basil hostage, basically, <laughs> until he answers all the questions. I cut you off. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> In the hot seat. Um, tell me about the monetization part of the business. Obviously, uh, a lot of not just content platforms, uh, a lot of the tech platforms, a lot of the, you know, Facebook just paid its uh, its investors its, its first dividends. Well, it's going to in March, but just announced that it will. Um, but, you know, X is, is formerly Twitter is not doing that great. Um, Spotify as well. Um, you know, there are so many platforms um, in the content. I think, you know, social slash content slash tech. Uh, how are the challenges? How challenging is it to to monetize on this content? Yeah. I mean, I could uh, tell. I mean, it's a it's a question of I think scale. You know, like I think that's what people, what that's what brands look for. At least from my experience, and maybe Ramzi has a different uh, experience. But uh, from mine, I think brands continuously look for two things. I think one is obviously relevancy of the content to their content, uh, to their brand, and uh, second is scale. Uh, you know, how much reach and impressions can you get me? You know. Um, so, and, and I think in the past we've worked with, uh, with Salt before to kind of like uh, double or triple impressions and reach for, uh, for a client. So I guess it does make sense where we are bringing both worlds together because we've done this work before um, and, uh, and obviously with a lot of support from, uh, from Salt. Um, but that's, it's, has it been easy? No, it hasn't. Obviously it's, it's, a, it's a challenging thing and I think it, this, this is true for any business. Um, that you have to continuously keep uh, monetizing. I think there's new tools now, so like there's programmatic tools that are really helpful in, um, you know, in uh, in uh, passive income. There's uh, there's uh, the Apple subscription tool as well. Um, but the co the core still remains with the brands, and mm -hmm. I think these are the biggest uh, sort of deals that we make mm -hmm. are with brands and uh, you know show takeovers and white labels and stuff like that. Right. That remains to be, I think, the biggest um, source of revenue. But I think we, when when Ramzi and I were talking, because you know you're talking about this deal, um, the the core of the deal is is partnership. You know, right. it's it's having us involved in whatever. Um, uh, Salt is doing as well, and so mm -hmm. our core is to grow the shows, scale the shows, and make sure that we monetize the shows themselves. You know, mm -hmm. and uh, mm -hmm. and I think that's the core uh, of of what we're thinking. And investing in people as well, right? Like if yeah. you look at the top top podcasts, it's all about the person, like Joe Correct. Rogan. Yeah. You know, for women, it's Alexandra Cooper. She's she's now you know. Uh, doing really well for herself. Yeah. So, you know, it is about investing uh, Absolutely. In, in the people. Absolutely. And I think that's, you know, uh, one of the core things that we have is having right. the right people right. to do shows. So I think Ramzi uh, can uh, maybe, maybe... Yeah, just maybe really quick. I mean, I could step in and say, if you look at, you know, if you look at uh, Spotify, they had a great year last year. Um, if you look at Acast, which is another Swedish, you know, podcast company that does 
you know, hosting and, and monetization. They had a great year. All their numbers went up. Uh, their efficiencies went up. So we're seeing things move in the right direction. Um, I think, you know, the, ch the chasing scale will kind of have its own logical end. And I, I don't see that as a good thing necessarily. I'm, I agree with, with Basel that a lot of brands look for that. I think there are other things that we can offer that are more, um, that are valuable, maybe not necessarily more valuable, but as valuable um, as scale and numbers. And that's, you know, context, um, authenticity, diversity, and some of those things that people are really looking for. Those are values that people, you know, humans uh, seek out. And so as a content platform, as a, you know, as a content person, this is where we focus. And then, you know, figuring out the monetization, the scale, the audience numbers after that is, uh, is, a, is a part of that game. We're, we're really excited. I'm, I'm very, very uh, bullish about, about next year. And I think, I think it's going to be a great year. I love this and, and I, you know, I love the partnership between two local companies because, and I don't want to keep quoting him, but he's just too legendary. Um, mm. Fadi Ramdoud, you know, I remember uh, I was at a, you know, I used to work for Arabian Business and, and we had a, a conference and, and you know, Mohamed um, Al-Habbar gave, uh, gave a speech about, you know, how, uh, you know, it's important to support startups uh, in the region. And then, you know, Fadi Ramdoud went up on stage after him and he said, uh, you know, uh, I'm sorry, Abu Rashid, but where were you, uh, you know, when we were asking for RMX, we were asking support, you know, no one was around, uh, you know, please do actually, you know, uh, invest and uh, in, in, in support startups. It was it was a huge moment. Yeah, wow. everyone kind of went silent uh, yeah. <laughs> on stage. Um, wow. But, you know, speaking of, uh, you know, there's always space for another good thing. Uh, I remember a couple of years ago, I interviewed Jason Atherton, uh, who was uh, coached uh, by Gordon Ramsay, and he was opening a restaurant here. And I said, you know, at the time, obviously F&B was even more saturated than, than it is today here in Dubai. And I said, why another restaurant? And he said, well, because there's always space for another good restaurant, as long as the restaurant is, to eat. is good. Yeah. Yeah. I love uh, food. Yeah. Uh, but then it's What's the restaurant? Just, uh, uh, the restaurant was a social, uh, okay. social Marina Social. Marina, shout that out. That was the restaurant, okay. yeah. And then we'll they've, they've got a new one in, in Grovner's uh, house Dana, as well. we should book, um, you know, uh, anyway. <laughs> should book that one. Uh, Ramzi, you're going to be in town yeah. next yeah, week, Yeah, exactly. Right? Well, Ramzi's I'll buying be, dinner. I'll be in town next week, so <laughs> dinner's on me. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's, it's an amazing place, by the way. It's really, it? really good food. Uh, okay. Better than Gordon Ramsay. Uh, oh, so, sorry, shots Gordon. fired. But you know, yeah. <laughs> But you know, Lubna, you were saying that you think you know podcasts and content is is saturated. I would argue that you know good content, um, there isn't a saturation. And, and and as Basil said, there always is a need for good content. You know, whether it's high quality, uh, contextual, you know, diverse or interesting content that is looking at new ideas in new ways. I think those are really important things. And so I would argue that there is absolutely not a saturation of that. There's a saturation of a lot of content that. Um, you know, doesn't fulfill some of those ideas. I mean, I'd look at it, you know, uh, we're going to get a little philosophical. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, Let's you know, it. Netflix uh, just gained, um, you know, X amount of user. I don't know what the number is. Um, and then uh, you look at Disney and they lost um, X amount of users as well. Right. Great but, point. Yeah. But then you ask why, you know, why is that the case? Um, Disney has a lot of great content, you know, on Disney Plus. But and Netflix doesn't have as much. Mm -hmm. But what gets Netflix to gain? Um, they the know users? their audience. <laughs> they know their audience really well. That's super key. Um, they put out, you know, they really study the type of 
you know, as, as silly as maybe we find Dubai Bling or, or whatever, th- mm. there's an audience for it. Absolutely. And they're doing season two and season three and, and people are eating it up, mm-hmm. you know, and now they're doing Love is Blind in Arabic. They're betting on local audiences. Yeah. And, yeah. and, that's, and uh, when, I, when I saw Love is Blind in Arabic, because my, my wife and I, we saw Love is Blind. I, yeah. You know, I, I'm totally... No, hey, I watch know, it. Yeah. I'm shamelessly... And I sent I it to her. It. I was like... <laughs> We are canceling all of our plans because this is what we're watching. <laughs> Love is blind in Arabic. Can you imagine? It's going to be amazing. I know. It's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> so, so I think the fact that they know their audience and they just they curate the content that they put out as originals aren't as many as, as Disney, but, uh, but it's, it's programmed in the right way. It comes out at the right time yeah. and it hits the right audience. Absolutely. And the most important thing is that they, their content goes into the culture. You know, the culture eats up their content and the culture talks about Netflix content and not the oversaturated content on Disney Plus or yeah. wherever else. Yeah, like that Friends uh, movie, uh, uh, Yes, 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 uh, exactly. So that, you know, when that yeah. came out, that, yeah. you know, the culture was talking about that type of movie. Exactly. So I think, and, and I think... Same what, thing with the Rawabi School for Girls. Exactly. I mean, so they have another brilliant. season coming out and that, getting people fun. excited about that. Now they have yeah. their deal with uh, uh, with the Saudi creators. I believe it was U-Turn and Tilfaz, or Tilfaz, I, I think, is, is the mm-hmm. company. Um, so that's, they're, they're getting that Saudi audience. So that localized approach of what they're doing is great. Yeah. Um, and also they, they're supported by these hero moments, those big shows that they release globally, you know, yeah. whether it's... Uh, Squid Game or whatever it yeah. is, um, that brings the global audience in, you know? And Absolutely. Sorry, go ahead, Basil. No, so my, my, uh, to wrap this up in terms of uh, what the podcasting scene is, I think, um, you know, we see so much podcast and so much saturation and all that sort of stuff, but then the company that brings out these quality shows and um, the shows that get people talking and and goes through the culture, I think that's where the opportunity lies and that's where you can grow and that's where you can start building conversations. Because at the end of the day, what you want is conversations around the dinner table, yeah. uh, sharing on WhatsApp with friends and, and that's what wins, you know, and um, exactly. gets people to... Spot on. Yeah. Spot on. I mean, even when it comes to Dubai Blink, um, what most people fail to, to understand, or, or maybe they're just ignoring that fact, is that it doesn't matter how silly the show is. It matters that everyone is talking about it. Right. Uh, and most people perhaps don't care about the characters there or, you know, uh, the, the narrative or the plot, but they love seeing their city on the screen. That's another thing. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so, I Absolutely. mean, you know, that, that is honestly the... I would say 90% of why, you know, I, I watched Dubai Bling is yeah. to see Dubai on Netflix. Even Rawabi, Lvanat, like, I, yeah. I liked seeing Amman, you know, like, because uh, yeah. I grew up in Amman, and so seeing it on screen was exactly. really cool, you know, and exactly. yeah, that's yeah. my I mean, consensus. I remember even even at the time of, of Karim and Uber, you know, uh, you know, Uber wanted to acquire Karim because it was failing in, in so many ways here in the region because it did not know, it did not know that... You know, people in Egypt don't use uh, credit cards. You know, they want to pay cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there are so many different uh, things. Like, in, in Bah, and it's the same with content, right? You can't create um, English content in Bahrain and expect it to expect people to listen to it because yeah. people want to listen to Arabic content. Um, I think you know. So <laughs> sorry, market, I, well, yeah. I would think when it comes to English content, I think this was true maybe a few years ago, but TikTok changed the game. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, There's a lot of English-speaking influencers who are local, mm. who are doing super, super, super well. In the UAE. In the UAE. Right, right. And, I, I was talking about Bahrain. Oh, Bahrain in particular. Because, okay. Yeah, because, you know, I mean, when it comes to Spotify, you know, do they really know the difference of, 
you know, the audience in Bahrain and the audience uh, true. in okay, Saudi. I get the, you. you know, the Saudis mm. are, are still not, you know, they're still not open to having a, a non-Saudi presenter uh, when it comes to shows, for example. Yeah. You know, how, how is, uh, you know, how is Spotify going to know that? You know, are they really digging deep into the market? I think you guys would have better knowledge when it comes to, yeah. you know, the, the, the region. I mean, we're from space. the region, so uh, exactly. I guess that's why we know the nuances of the region. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Ramzi, anything you'd like to add? Sorry, we kind of. Uh... <laughs> no worries. No, I think, I mean, this is this is really exciting. I think it's a great conversation about content, about the region. I think there's a lot of space for different types of content, um, whether it's video, TikTok, you know, music. Uh, it's really exciting moment. I mean, it's a really terrible moment at the same time, you know, what's happening in Palestine. But I think it's really um, you know, important to, 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 to remember that and to fight for justice there, but yeah. at the same time, you know, celebrate some of the successes and some of the good things that are happening in the region at the same time. And I think, you know, fundamentally at the, at the beginning and, and the end of every day, I think it's important to hold those things, hold both of those things at the same time. Absolutely, because if we're not celebrating uh, the, the wins here as well, I feel like they, they just they just win, uh, you know. So uh, yeah, absolutely, it's important to to celebrate those successes and, and continue to support um, local talent. Congratulations to the both of you. Thank you. Great, great you. news. I'll um, see you, you next week, uh, Ramzi. Congrats, Basin. We're gonna go to uh, so, what's it called? Social. Marina Social. Marina Social. Marina Social. Marina Social. Marina Social. Yeah. All right. And yeah. Lubna's buying. <laughs> Lubna's buying. <laughs> <laughs> she's got wasta, so she's got recovered. Done. You know what? Yeah, I got you guys covered. Okay. <laughs> All right, Thank you. guys. That's Thanks good. so much. Thanks so much. Um, guys, uh, you can watch the show now free on YouTube. Uh, and uh, or uh, if you've got a, uh, an account on Spashy TV, you can also stream it there. Uh, and then we're on all socials. Uh, also, we're available uh, wherever you get your podcasts, uh, Spotify, Apple and Rami. And we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>